Hey party people, it is September the 11th, 2011, and the time is 5.09 p.m. here in Egypt, Giza. I know I said that I would not be recording before um, I got off into my job, but it's 9-11, and um, I want to share my 9-11 story um, because I remember it like it was yesterday. Um... I was working for Soul Rep Theater. I had just started working for Soul Rep Theater on um, some grant money that they had received to hire me um, as a communications coordinator. And uh, it was the year that they were doing their big fundraiser that was going to feature Nancy Wilson at the Women's Museum in Fair Park. The Women's Museum was still fairly new and they had this huge video wall with all of these like TVs on it and it was really dope uh and 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 the women of Soul Rip had worked really hard to pull this together um so much so that I even remember you know sitting and conceptualizing the um program booklets which were going to be hand put together and I still have a picture of Enyika actually sitting down and stringing those books together we was like red we had a little red string with these little um gold bulbs that were going to be you know uh at the top corners of the the binding on the books um so on 9-11 which was the day before the fundraiser Oh, my God. It was the day that Nancy Wilson was supposed to fly in. Um, But it was the day before the fundraiser. And we were in the ninth hour. We had, you know, hired the the people who were going to feed us. We had hired the band or a DJ, if I'm not mistaken. We had hired. They had done a lot of hiring. And uh, people were over at the museum setting up tables and just doing the works. And on that Friday around 10.30, I had to go pick up some paper. And I went into the paper store, and I was looking for the paper that I needed. And I find the paper that I need, but I also realize it's really empty in this paper store. Like, it's empty. And, like, eerily so, because the store was open, but I didn't see anybody. So I take the paper up to the counter, and nobody's at the counter. And I stand there for a little bit um, until I realize, I hear voices, and I realize behind the counter, everybody. Like, everybody is in the manager's office. And when I say everybody, I mean people who were in the store, everybody. And they're all, like, crammed into this little room surrounding this television so I peek around and like what's going on and I put the paper down and I just go in because it seems the right thing to do everybody else is in there so I'm like what is going on and I go in there and this somebody says we're under attack and on the tv is the twin towers one of which is on fire the other one at the time was still standing. And everybody's just saying, I can't believe this. What is going on? And I'm like, where is this happening? <laughs> like, where is, what's, where is this? And they're like, this is in New York. You know, a plane just flew through the, um, one of the Twin Towers. And to be honest with you, it was the first time that I was even like, 
twin towers like what what is what is that um so standing there watching it and you know the news reporters are reporting and all of a sudden we see the well there were people like jumping out of the windows in the second building that hadn't been hit yet and it's just appall it's it's like appalling like it's it's shocking it's uh it's i'm in disbelief we're all sitting there in disbelief and while we're all watching that the second plane comes and hits that second building and that was all she wrote for me i'm too full of conspiracy theories i'm too full of conspiracy theories i'm just too full of conspiracy theories so i hike it out of there and that's when i realized it's quiet outside like it's so easy for me to get in my truck and maneuver back to the salmon center for the arts that's where soul rep theater was being housed at the time was at the salmon center it's so easy for me to just get back there there are no cars literally on the streets and when i get back to the salmon center before i go in i realize there are no planes flying it's like quiet i don't even hear birds i don't see birds it's quiet it's like something out of a movie so I go inside and by this time you know Gwena and everybody there are are aware and we are stunned because we're in the middle of trying to put together a major fundraiser. People had all we had we were selling tables. I think the tables were like $1500 and we had already sold like more than half of our tables. So there's just a lot going on. Life is happening, right? Um so we're all like, you know what? Let's just go home. Everybody go home. We don't know what's about to happen. Everybody just go home. So at the time, I was dating someone, and I went over to his house um, because that's where my shit was. And, um, of course, I'm like, we need to go put gas in the cars. I don't know what else we need to do after that, but we need to go fill the cars up with gas. And he was like, no, we don't. This ain't no big deal. Uh, This isn't even in Texas. It was just a weird calm that he had that I didn't share. So I got my shit. I went to fill my car up with gas and I went home um, to be with my family. And from there, you know, just tried to process everything that was happening. And for the next month, things crumbled. You know, things crumbled. Uh, it, that, that event hit the economy and it did affect everybody. It affected Texas, it affected New York, it affected Miami, it affected the Caribbean, it affected everybody. And it was so uh, devastating because it was, it was the United States. You know, we're supposed to be this superpower and we were, we were being tested on that. Watching those people run back into the smoke to try to save lives. Watching people run away from the smoke. Watching the trauma that was happening at the time. Being traumatized at the time. Um, it was devastating. For Soul Rep, it was devastating because it literally um, was the straw that broke the camel's back of a theater company that was struggling to survive 
without selling out in a sense like soul rep is is a grassroots theater company that prides itself on providing um culturally rich theater and um this fundraiser that was going to feature nancy wilson was kind of like the crossing over it was going to be the crossing over um However, you know, you have to accept it as divine intervention for whatever reasons. But Soul Rep ended up, you know, closing their doors for several years. Um, and everybody had to move on. What was profound to me was like, we didn't get a lot of our deposits back. And I'm not saying we should have because business is business. But at the same time, you know, as much as certain people were like, no, you don't get that deposit back. I was like, damn. You know, so I got I, I learned a really valuable lesson on uh, the humanity of people, which in a lot of instances doesn't exist, which is why we're having, you know, problems with people putting on masks. You know, we're having problems with, you know, people being able to get uh, health care uh, provided because the business model that America has upheld for centuries doesn't have a humanity uh element in it and that's problematic um so and i yeah i i absolutely am saying that like we should have got at least half some people did some people blessed us and gave full deposits back other people said hey let's work something out and get you know let's see if we can give you half of the deposit back but then there were those who you know people you had kind of known for years in the community who you expected it from and they were like hell no you ain't giving no deposit back is you know your show was supposed to be the next night and we cannot uh account for this act of of violence um as a cause to be humane you know it's business so um it was a devastating blow all the way around. It was a devastating blow all the way around. And um, that's that's what happened. That's what I remember. Um, I, I wonder if I wrote about it in one of my journals. They're all locked away. But when I get a chance to actually go back, I'm going to see what I actually wrote. If I actually wrote. Because I have moments in my journals where I just stepped away from writing on a consistent basis but it would be interesting to know what I wrote about that um so that's that um school is getting ready to start um I do want to say to y'all if you if you come here do not stay in Giza (laughs) if you want to see the pyramids that's great but don't stay in Giza stay in Cairo and Uber into Giza Giza is the ghetto it's the ghetto I don't I don't care what nobody say it's the ghetto and um, you will find yourself frustrated with um, how things are done in this particular area um, around here. Um, so you, you know, stay in Cairo. You can even stay in there. You know, you can stay in um, uh, Zamalek or uh, El Sheikh Zaid. Uh, those places are a little bit more um, populous. And you'll find yourself going into stores that actually have price tags. (laughs) People have to hold to what they are charging you. And because they're more touristy areas, you don't, I I don't think you get the kickback that you do here when somebody realizes you, there's a language barrier. 
So I'm getting a really raw, uncut experience where I am. And uh, luckily, I'm determined to get the language in me. So, you know, it's working out for me because I'm just not afraid to get around these people now and start babbling some of these words that I've learned. (laughs) So that is my 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 note to you um and why do i say that because i just had an experience today there's a little you know i told y'all there's a little market right around the corner where there's a little store and in that store nothing has a price tag nothing 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 but the computer that they ring shit up on has a price tag so um today is saturday so I think it was Thursday or Wednesday. We had walked around to the little store and I had gotten this little watermelon drink. It was like a watermelon spritzer or something. Bought it. Boom. Come out of there. Today I tried to buy the exact same style of drink. It was like, uh, it wasn't watermelon. It was strawberry. The lady puts it in up to the computer, up to the scanner. And it doesn't show up on the computer. Now, I had had this happen with some fall paper as well. I've gone to the store one day and uh, gave her the fall paper. She rung it up and she just set it to the side. And Shari was like, for some reason, you can't buy that right now. And I was like, why? Um, So we go and get another thing of fall paper because the box I had gotten was kind of raggedy. Because the store is raggedy, y'all. It's like going to somebody's garage, basically. So... We go get a better box of foil paper. She tries to ring it up. Nothing happens. She sits it to the side. Now, mind you, she can't tell me that she can't sell it to me because it's not showing up in the computer. So finally, I don't know if he's the owner or the manager or what, but there's a a group of guys sitting in the back, and they're just talking while this woman is sitting up here working this cash register and she's sitting she sits and works this cash register everybody who runs that cash register they sit so it's a very weird laid back you know uh environment so the guy finally comes up and i'm like why can't we buy this foil paper and he's like it's not in the computer i'll put it in the computer tomorrow come back tomorrow why the next time i went in there with no foil paper they had just gotten rid of all they had literally just gotten rid of all the foil paper. It was like, fuck it. If we can't put it in the computer, we won't sell it. So I ended up having to go to car for it to get my foil paper. So it's shit like that. So today, um, she tells me that my bill is $87. So I take out $100. And then the other lady, she's told the other lady to go grab one of the other drinks. So she brings back the other drink and she's like, well, can you, I know I'm saying that this woman is saying this, but she's literally showing me. And she says, okay, she shows me the peach drink, which had, which they can sell me the peach drink. And she's saying, okay. And I'm like, okay, but I'm thinking she's already put the price in there. So she, when I say, okay, she rings it up. So now my bill has gone from 87 to 109. I don't have it. I had just borrowed. Uh, 15 from Shari so I was like no I can't do that take it off well she can't what do you mean she can't I don't know she just can't she doesn't know how she's she's baffled she sits there she's I can see it on her face that she's like maybe she's never done that before I don't know I give her 90 dollars 
she takes the $90 and says to me, no change. (laughs) Because she doesn't know how to take the peach drink off of there. And I'm so like over these people at this point that I'm like, girl, bye. Because I got a big old wheel I got to fry when I start school tomorrow. And I'm ready, y'all. I'm as ready as I'm going to be. But don't live in Giza. Don't don't stay in Giza when you come to visit. Even though I'm here. If you manage to get here while I'm here, which I don't recommend. Because I'm not going to take off for nobody. I can't. They. I just... Not that I can't. I'm not willing to. I'm going to say that. I'm not willing to. I really... Uh, nobody was thinking about coming here before I got here. So I'm just kind of like, I was already in a certain headspace. So my apologies in advance. But I can get to Cairo. I can get to Cairo on the weekend or whatever. But just put you a nice tour package together if you're trying to come here. And just don't worry about me. If we see each other, that's great. But have your experience. Because I guarantee you, it won't necessarily be what I podcast every week. Because I'm in a different space. I'm in a totally different space. So, um... Yeah, that's the little store around the corner. And we always talk about it because they don't. It's no prices on anything. So you just never know. All you know is when you, you better keep your receipts so that when you go back, you can say, no, I paid this last time. And you can defend your case. Okay, so um, the weekend was good. The weekend. By that, I mean Thursday and Friday. Um, Shari went to, um, did she go to Zamalek? I think she went to El Sheikh Zaid over the weekend. And, uh, it gave me the opportunity to, to have the space to myself. And I was able to really actually focus and get a lot of writing done. And it felt good. I got up this morning. I went up on the roof. The sun wasn't that, wasn't, um, wasn't doing karate in the sky so I was able to go up there and kind of lay out and listen to some music get back um I started watching um the Al Rahabi school for girls if you can watch it's about bullying it's uh it's uh an Arab movie with Arab subtitles well not Arab subtitles but it's done in Arab but it has subtitles if you're interested in movies for youth um i i i recommend you watch it it's really good it's called the al-rahabi school for girls um it's vicious it's vicious i've never seen a bullying movie like this one never and at the end i was shocked because it was like if you know somebody who's suffering from bullying i'm like and i'm literally almost like traumatized from the ending (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the ending is like gangster like a motherfucker. That's that's the only way I can say it. But it's called the Al Rahabi School for Girls, and it is on Netflix. And then I started watching Brand New Cherry Flavor, and I don't know why I kept watching it, but it ended up being really. Um, I don't know what to say about that one. Uh, I give it a sideways thumb. It's not thumbs up, and it's not thumbs down. Um, it it seems like one of those movies where two people lock themselves in a room for a weekend and just wrote something. But it's actually based on a novel. So um, I was like, okay, uh, don't know if I'll ever read the book. The movie was interesting. And as you can see, I'm struggling not to say it was like bullshit, but it wasn't because it wasn't. Um, it was interesting, but it has really gory moments i think it's a horror movie 
Um, but the uh, why did you watch it, Kamika? Because it's about a woman who has written a movie. And she wants to direct the movie. And the guy she comes across in California, he has her on board, has her on board, has her on board, telling her she's going to direct it. And then he does with that what 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 men tend to do when they have too much power. He makes a pass at her, and when she rejects his pass, he takes her off as the director of the movie, and it goes south from there. It goes south from there. The devil get involved dead mamas get involved there are zombies uh yeah asian weed smokers all of this kind of stuff so i just kept watching and i think i kept watching it a because i was like why not and b i was like i don't really like to not finish something that i start it has to be really 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 bad for me not to finish it and this movie wasn't that bad um it actually piqued my curiosity so I watched that. As a matter of fact, Shari came home and I didn't even realize she was home. Uh, she was texting me like, you want to go for a walk? And I was like, bitch, where are you? <laughs> I thought she was still <laughs> in an Uber somewhere. But she had actually been in her room. So uh, we actually went and got me some bananas. That's how we ended up over at the little market. Um, but I think Shari, like, room, I don't know. We, we, we're going to see. So the rooftop... When I first got here and met, we met Jinx, he was like, have you guys seen the rooftop? And I was like, what? Now, I don't know about y'all, but when anybody whispers something to me, I realize that that is private information. That everybody don't notice, especially the people who run the joint. So I was like, oh, shit, we got a rooftop. So that's when I really, you know, I went up there and I, y'all, that's when I first saw the pyramids and we were all excited. Well, yeah, I told y'all, Shari, she's, she's, she's nice. She's sort of solution oriented. I don't, I'm still trying to put my finger on exactly what it is that makes her her. But they were throwing out furniture here. People are getting new furniture here, which is great because. Uh, it. I don't know when the last time they changed this furniture out, but they probably should have done it a long time ago. Well, she had um, contacted one of the leads and was like, hey, can we get some furniture for the roof? And she was told, no, that's not something that comes out of the budget. So she was like, well, what about the furniture y'all throwing away? And I was already like, why would you recommend that? The furniture that they're throwing away is, is fabric. I mean, I ain't seen it rain here, but that don't mean it don't. And it's dusty. Like, there are days where you can be up on the roof and it's just a whole dust, sand dust party just blows through you and your hair and your eyes and everything. You walk out looking ashy. So I didn't even understand why she would recommend that we get to use the furniture that they were throwing out. Not only that, it probably has bugs in it, honestly. So... Then she was told, well, you're actually not supposed to be up there. So I was like, fuck. Because that's all I got, (laughs) y'all. I mean, I can get out, but I'm really, I'm hyper-focused on finishing these writing projects. So when I go out, I go up. I don't go down. Um, But anyway, I was like, thanks, Shari. She was like, yeah, I know. But hopefully they they won't lock the doors and keep us from going up there. I hope they don't. But if they do, it is what it is. Um, 
Shari got to get out today and she was really happy about that. And she was really talking about, you know, how she has to get out. You know, she has to be out. She has to, you know, she doesn't want to be holed up in a in an apartment all the time. And I didn't take it personal because I'm a writer. I'm like, the more closed off it is, the better. The quieter, the better. You know, if I can control my environment and be a writer, the better. I'm not one of those people who can sit by a pool and knock a book out. That's not me. Now, I can sit by a pool and read a contract. I can do that. But when it comes to actually producing content, I I, I like to be inside and I like to be isolated. Um, But I also realize, you know... um, I have a focus. I have, I'm not, you know, I'm here to be a great teacher and I'm here to finish some writing projects. So it was just interesting um, hearing another side of somebody else being here without judgment. So that's it. That's it, y'all. Um, I start school tomorrow. The beautiful thing is I don't have a first period or a second period. So m- my weeks will always start pretty good unless somebody loses their mind or quits and they put me in another position. And I need y'all to pray. All my haters, this ain't for you. I need y'all to pray. My saints, I need y'all to pray that that first period and that second period never gets filled. Never, ever, ever, never, ever, never, ever, for never, 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 never gets filled this school year. So uh, <laughs> that don't mean I get to stay up late. You know, that doesn't mean I get to come to work late. It means, because I still got to pick kids up in the mornings and walk them to their classes. So I do have duty. Um, However, I get to walk them to their class and kind of, you know, pull myself together before I have to actually be in a classroom. Um, My Sundays are really, really great. My first days of the week are really great. My Wednesdays and Thursdays are hot mess. A whole hot mess. Um... So, you know, it's really easy and then I struggle and then, you know, Thursday hits and then I'm off. So, yeah, I'm excited, though. I'm, I'm really excited. Um, I'm glad I'm prepared. I'm glad I shut it down. I'm glad I knew to shut it down and I did not try to push through coming off of that museum thing because I'm still whirling. I'm not whirling like I was, but when I think about it, I'm like, ooh, you got to be careful. Kamika, Sharon, Spencer, you have got to be careful because I used to push through I used to push through when everything in my body was like what are you doing and then I would crash somewhere and that's that you know a lot of people are like that when we push 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 and then we crash and we really we 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 get ourselves together and then we go back out there and push 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 and this is my last year doing that because the people around me deserve a better person I deserve a better person and this was the year that I, I actually felt it and could observe it, let it happen, and remember it. And it's, it's you know, I'm clear now. So um, I'm in tune. I'm really, really, really in tune. And I'm glad that I'm in tune. I'm happy that I'm in tune because... At my core, I am a very happy person. I'm a jokey person. I'm the kind of person you trying to take some serious and I probably won't. And then you're going to get mad at me and then I have to apologize and say, you know what? I'm really sorry. Let me get myself together for you. Um, so, yeah, here we are. And I'm smiling 
and my insides are smiling and I'm going to dance before I go to bed because that's what I do. Um, shout outs. I want to shout out to my Aunt Robbie. My Aunt Robbie has texted me every day. Every, not texted, but messaged me every single day, sometimes twice a day, just to say she loves me, just to say she's praying for me. She'll send me a little, you know, something here or there. And most of the time I can't respond because I'm just like, we've never had this relationship before. So I get a little weirded out sometimes. But at the end of the day, I'm like, my mother's sister is connecting with me. And I'm really thankful for that because my Aunt Robbie, she was the mean Amy. Like it was my mama and her two sisters. And Robbie was mean. She was so mean when I was growing up. She was mean. I used to hate staying over there with her because she was mean. And she won't be admitted now. They all get like Alzheimer's or something when you try to tell them who they used to be. And it's okay because I'll probably get it too. But my Aunt Robbie, uh, something about them gray girls, they will let anything come out their mouth. They'll say anything to you. And uh, my Aunt Robbie hurt my feelings on more than one occasion when I was growing up. She was just, she would just say anything. And it's just good to see her uh, softened up, you know, to just see that she's not so crusty anymore. I love that about her. Uh, and so I can't wait to, next time I see her, I'm going to give her a hug. Because we don't even hug. Like, I'll go and kiss her on the cheek and be like, hey, it's good to see you. But I'm going to give my Aunt Robbie a hug. Because I appreciate, I appreciate the energy. She doesn't have to do it. She does not have to do it. Everything we do is a choice. And to be kind is a choice. To let somebody know you're thinking about them is a choice. Um, so the random act of kindness on her behalf, on my, for me, is deeply appreciated and deeply welcomed. And um, I just wanted to throw her a shout out. Um, other shout outs. Uh, my cousin Deetra and Juicy. Y'all, Juicy is taking gymnastics. And I got to see her do a flip on Instagram, and I was just so happy for her because that little girl deserves the planet. It's something about Juicy, and I want to see her succeed. I want to see her prosper. Also, shout out to my niece, Bria, who made it to New York, and she's, she's working for New York. She's working during New York Fashion Week, which is a dream come true for her. A dream come true for her. So I want to shout out to her. I want to shout out to my cousin Sydney, who's a Fulbright scholar over in El Salvador, who got her uh, her proposal in. I think it was a proposal. She got that submitted, and she's working on her manuscript, and she deserves the planet. And I'm proud of her, and I'm giving her a high five, a, a cosmic high five in the sky, because we are under the same sun and the same moon doing our thing. Um, shout out to my mama. Who I'm always shout out to because she my ride or die. Shout out to Kenneth Goffney, who I got to talk to a little bit this morning on Facebook. Shout out to Jamie Irvin, who just uh, celebrated her birthday. She's fine as all get out. She was 10 on our line of Delta Sigma Theta. And uh, she just recently celebrated a birthday. And I want to shout out to Taraji Henson, who's celebrating her birthday today, who has to share, who has to share her turn of the sun with our trauma and it takes a queen to be able to do that so shout out to Taraji P. Henson on that one um yeah and I'm gonna keep it moving I'm gonna keep it moving I ain't gonna take too much more of y'all's time this is a good thing um 
and I'm ready. Um, I also set up my yoga mat. I moved some furniture around, and I got a yoga mat right here in my room. So, and it's right underneath my window, so I get to do yoga when the sun is going down and when the sun is coming up. And that's what this is gonna be until I can um, pull myself together enough to go do yoga outside. Once again, it's too. I just don't. People stare at you. They just stare at you, and it's just a weird thing. <laughs> well, damn, Kamika, they got eyes. They need to see. Yeah, but when I say stare, y'all, I'm like, mm, it's a little uncomfortable. At any rate, um, I want to thank y'all for checking in with me. Thank y'all for listening to the podcast. We are at over a thousand listens and people are asking how can they subscribe. The next subscription uh, period will open September the 24th. So September the 24th, you will if you're if you have like a basic subscription, you will get a notice that if you want to pay 99 cents a month or whatever you want to pay um, to just kind of support the podcast for this year now the beautiful thing is this is one year in egypt when this year is over i'm probably gonna be done unless you know i don't know unless the the demand is there because i am not planning to come back to texas i know i keep saying when i come back to texas but right now the plan is to not return where am i going not sure yet i have some ideas um but i'm gonna keep it moving I'm going to keep it moving because that's just, I, I can't do Texas. I, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And if I come back, it'll be a temporary thing. But all that to say is if you decide to uh, contribute to the podcast, it'll only be for the months that I'm here. So um, if you do that and it's your choice, I appreciate it. Um, and I thank y'all. I thank y'all for being dope as fuck. I thank y'all for being uh, bliggity bliggity black. I thank y'all for being um, survivors. I thank y'all for being um, resistors. I thank y'all for being concerned. I thank y'all for being wise. I thank y'all for being beautiful. And I thank y'all for being artists. And I thank y'all for being workers. And I thank y'all for being just great. Know that you're great. When you look in the mirror, know that you're great. You are in the divine image of the creator. The creator. Not himself or herself. The creator. You are in the divine image. We all are. So keep your progress up. Get your focus on. Get your content done. Make sure you do what you're supposed to do. Keep your word. Don't take it personal. Stay connected. Be good. Be good. Be good. Be God. Peace.